You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it's also simple. Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for one more hour. Four-hour show. Every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific is when I get started. You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app. Your local affiliate, Sirius XM Channel 158, or on a smart speaker. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Thank you to you listening from wherever the hell you at. Florida, Texas, California, New England, the Midwest, the Pacific Northwest, Hawaii, Canada. You could be in Vancouver. You could be in Montreal. You could be in Edmonton. I'm glad that you're here. Thank you. Listen, you want to holler at me? It's simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, over the past few hours, we've talked about Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. We've been able to mention the Major League Baseball playoffs, the last and final game of tonight to start off the wild card. The New York Mets were decimated by the Padres 7-1. to Max Scherzer just getting shellacked, blasted, bombed. Gave up seven runs. His worst postseason outing ever. His first postseason outing for the New York Mets. And he got booed off of the mound. He did. The New York Mets fans, they booed Max Scherzer like he was just a bum off the street. Now, I get it. You're frustrated. You got DeGrom. And this isn't Scherzer's, you know, first I don't know, just trip down to Garbageville, for lack of a better term or words. Last week, with an opportunity to punch the Atlanta Braves in the mouth, they, they missed out on that. Both Scherzer and DeGrom stunk. And the Mets, if they don't win tomorrow, the season is done. It's over. And so New York Mets fans, if you know a Mets fan, if you are a Met fan, including Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, he was just like, damn, this this is rough. Good luck to you. That's all I'll say. We talked some football as well, talked about the Giants and Packers getting ready to play football in London on Sunday. And I, I, I got to be honest. I get it. We're now in week five of the NFL season. I hope that the Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos isn't a precursor for what we're going to see on Sunday. Because I obviously I went through the schedule. I know the schedule. And I, 
I got to be honest, it's not like the entire schedule is jam-packed full of games that I absolutely must watch. Pittsburgh at Buffalo, Buffalo going to whoop that ass. The Chargers at Cleveland, okay, Miles Garrett is coming back. Chicago at Minnesota, eh. Detroit at New England, eh. Seattle at New Orleans, oh. Miami and the Jets, okay. Atlanta at Tampa Bay, someone please, please check on Tom Brady. Hey, Shep, how many days are we going to get stories? Are we going to get like a, a, a new story every day of uh, Giselle divorcing this man? Like every day, right? Well, I, I know this much. Uh, Draymond Green right now has a bouquet of flowers, and it is from none other than Tom Brady thanking him for taking the heat off him for the last few days. Four day. Yeah, f- four day. That's true. Four day. JR, I, I, you know what? Uh-oh, go ahead. They made it a long time considering the circumstances. 13 years? I, I I really think this is just Giselle giving a wake-up call to Tom. I, I believe Tom's oh. too good of a guy. Like, like Tom is the he's the sixth-round draft pick, the 199th overall pick, the guy that was originally a fourth-string quarterback in the NFL, couldn't even start at Michigan. It's not supposed to end this way. She's scaring him. Exactly. So you think Tom Brady is supposed to quit on the team in the middle of the year? I think this is supposed to be his very last season. And they're going to make amends. Yes, I do. What is this? Disney? Is it, what, what, what is this? We live in a world. We live in time. I, I, I say this facetiously, but I'm really being serious, too. Yeah. Uh, we, we live in Tom Brady's world. Like, it, it, Tom Brady is going to get the girl. It's that simple. This is just, this is just drama. It's gonna, they're they're going to they're gonna make it work. I, I'm positive. I don't know about that. How many Tom Brady's grow on trees, JR? This woman has more money than this guy. Uh, she's got, think, she's but, got more liquid. I don't, she's, not, she's not worth more. Oh, well, she, yeah, she, she has cash. Yeah, you are correct. But my point is she doesn't need the guy. I'm pretty sure she can get – come on now, let's be real. We know Tom Brady because he's Tom Brady. She's Giselle, whatever her name is, Boonchin from Brazil. Right. She's one of the most famous supermodels on earth. I wouldn't recognize her if she walked right by me in the street. Right. But the fact is, we know Tom Brady. This woman can go to Europe and get a a king, a prince. She can go to Africa and get a billionaire. She can stay in Brazil and get another billion. Like, I don't think Giselle Boonchin, I don't think her options are low. You know what I'm saying? But Tom Brady is... The creme de la creme. Tom Brady is now oh, going to be no. single, right? They don't I get don't because think because so. no, but Jared, but think about this now. What Br- Brady was a late bloomer in every regard. Like you've seen the work that he's done on his, you know, what allegedly on his, on his face. Like he what? has, he has, he has grown into be a very savvy, very sophisticated, cultured, world-renowned human being. This was a guy that was never supposed to be Tom Brady, but he had to work forever. Like Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, first overall pick in 1998, a lot of his life was handed to him. He worked hard too, but he, he was, you know, he was bred into football royalty. Brady had to earn everything. So my point being is Brady understands what it's like to be the quarterback of a football team, you know, king of the prom, but he also understands what it's like to be the late bloomer who had to develop the personality in addition to the looks. That's why she's not going to do better than him. I, well, I I don't understand. I don't understand what the hell you just said. Tom 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 Brady had to work for everything in his life. 
What does that Most have to guys do with her? In his stature, what does that have to do with her keeping him? Because you're not going to find many people that have his physical stature, his accolade, his cachet, what? his reputation, but also what? the person. If Jr. No, no seriousness. Is there a better teammate? And I'm being serious. Is there a better teammate right now in the NFL than Tom Brady? A bet, not 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 quarterback. Teammate. Okay, sure, but what does it have to do with him going home? Because he's a rare breed. She's going to realize she made one of the biggest mistakes of her life when she realizes <laughs> that her no. kids don't have their father back anymore. That's going to be a problem. Well, well, yeah, I think I think most families, unfortunately, uh, uh, unfortunately, a lot of families can understand and relate to that situation. I get that. There's no replacing that. I, I understand that for the kids. That is understood. But when it comes to him and their relationship, to say that Giselle Boonchin is just, she can't do better than Tom Brady outside of the kids. For her, she can't find a, a, a six-foot-five handsome guy that just does whatever she needs him to do. I don't know about that. But the access that Brady gives, like, 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 Jared, like if Brady no. wanted to make a phone call to Obama, Obama would pick it up within five minutes. So would Jay-Z. So would so would any what? so would Prince Harry, Prince William, whoever, Jeez. whatever royalty you want to put out there in the world we <laughs> that we exist in. I'm serious. Yeah. Tom Brady can get anybody. Kobe Bryant was the same way. Kobe she, could get anybody on the phone that he wanted. Giselle can find those like like it's like they grow on trees. She she is not some scrub. I didn't herself. say I didn't say that, but there's no other Tom Brady that's ever existed on. Planet I Earth. don't know about there. There are so many influential people on planet Earth that we have never heard of. And so I don't think she's uh I don't think she's fretting in that regard. It would it be nice? I, I want I don't give a damn if it's Tom Brady and Giselle Boonchin or whether it's Bob and Susie down the block. Russell Sierra. Well, well they're together. I know I understand that, but how did he pull yeah. that off? That's a whole nother t- discussion. How did Russell Wilson get Sierra? How did he pull that off, man? Uh, how much does he get never mind. Anyway, <laughs> my point here is I want people to love each other. I want love. I don't care who you are, where you're from. I'm an advocate for love. So I'm never going to say anything bad about anyone in their relationship. And, and, and sure, in the case of Tom Brady and Giselle Boonchin, it's a private matter. It ain't that damn private. She has openly talked about their relationship for years, and so has he. She's made it very clear that she would love for Tom Brady to stay at home. She's made it very clear that she doesn't appreciate just the violence of the game. This man is 45 years old. He's out there playing with a bunch of 20-year-olds, and they're trying to kill him. Like, what are, what are we supposed to say here? So all the best to Tom Brady and Giselle, and, uh, yeah, just get used to it. Atlanta Falcons are going to head down to Tampa Bay and, and take on Brady, and, and good luck to Atlanta. I don't know what Marcus Mariota is going to do. Probably suck, but good luck to him. Other games, the Tennessee Titans will take on Washington. It gives me shudders thinking about watching that game. Houston will take on Jacksonville. Jacksonville looking to pick up another victory. Oh, no, this is going to be a bloodbath. 49ers, they're going to take on the Carolina Panthers. Oh, my God, that's... That's going to be ugly. Baker Mayfield has already looked ugly, and uh, it's going to get bad. This is actually a game that I'm looking forward to. 
the Dallas Cowboys are going to take on the Los Angeles Rams. That should be a fun one. Dallas Cowboys defense is putting their foot in people's asses, and the Rams, they're kind of reeling right now. The 49ers just beat them up. Matthew Stafford is going to go out there and and try to throw the football to the right team. They're going to try to keep him upright. He's going to try not to be sacked. And then you still have Cooper Rush out there. Cooper Rush is just the greatest game manager ever. He's awesome, right? Even Aaron Donald, he's been impressed by what Cooper Rush has done. Listen. He's mobile, but he's not as mobile. He's not looking to run, but he can run. So, um, But he's just playing good football right now. So he's making, making some good throws, um, being accurate, and um, you know, looking good on film. Okay, yeah, looking good on film. Man, they're going to sit Cooper Rush down the minute that Dak is ready to go. The minute that he can, what did Jerry Jones say? He can grip the football. They're going to throw him back out there. Ezekiel Elliott. On the opposite end, he knows that, look, we got to make sure Aaron Donald isn't here in the backfield whooping our ass. The whole game plan is centered around 99, uh, run and pass. Uh, you always got to know where he is. and A lot of times this week you'll be seeing me checking to see, make sure he's good before I get, on that, get out on that route. Oh, good luck trying to block him. Good luck. Ezekiel, he doesn't want to see this man. Aaron Donald, knock him clear over. That's actually a game I'm looking forward to. I think the Rams will bounce back at home. And even saying Rams at home is always feels like a little bit of an oxymoron because it's the Rams actually belong in in St. Louis. And anyway, I don't know if they have real fans in Los Angeles that aren't front runners, but I digress. Another game I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to every single Eagles game. I want to see how long the Eagles can just continue rolling around as they try to go 5-0 and against the Arizona Cardinals. The Cards are one of the teams in the NFL, of which there are many, who are just running around with a record of 2-2. and As average as average can be because it's early in the season. We got 17 games coming our way. And the Eagles, they're running around undefeated. Hertz has been playing like an MVP. And not last week so much, and it, it took a little bit more to actually get there, but they still won. And so Nick Sirianni, he understands this. He's like, look, we're 4-0. We could be 5-0, and but he's a coach. He's always going to find something wrong, as he should. He thinks they can do better. We're in the constant mode of, of how we get better, and the way we really preach of how we get better is we want to go every single day and be super highly detailed in meetings. That starts with coaches. Oh, good for him. Man, he's come a nice way. First introductory press conference, he's, he sounded like a fish out of water. And he still sounds like one, but at least the team is winning. Good. And then Sunday night football. The game that majority or the majority of America will sit down and watch. One of the most electrifying football players that we have ever seen. Taking on someone who's one of the most successful quarterbacks early in his career that we've ever seen. The Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to Baltimore. They're going to take on the Ravens. Now let me tell you about the Ravens. They're going to blow this game too? Are they going to take a 20-point lead? Are they going to go out there and decide to choke things away? 
Is John Harbaugh going to be ridiculously aggressive and try to go for two or six? Is he going to try to kick a 80-yard field goal? I don't know. But I know the Ravens have to get it together because two and two, they shouldn't be two and two, but they are because they've been choking games away. Tua Tonga-Valoa lit that ass up. Josh Allen just came back and lit him up. They had a 20-point lead. John Harbaugh taking on the Bengals, AFC North team. He said, yeah, still early in the season, but they're similar to the squad that went to the Super Bowl last year. Kind of put a game plan together for this game based on what you've seen this year, who they're playing with. Pretty much the same players. You know, they've got returning starters on both sides of the ball. They've stayed healthy for two years now. Um, so there's a lot of carryover for them in terms of watching the tape. Tell us, man, to take some easy points next time. He's doing the same crap he was doing last year. We got to go for it every time. The stats and the numbers told me that we should go for it. Well, man, just stay in the game and then win from there. Cincinnati Bengals, they started the season at 0-2. They won their last two games, beat the Jets, uh, beat the Dolphins here. They're trying to flip on the other side of 500 and go 3-2. This should be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. So we don't have an amazing slate of games, if you ask me, for week five of the NFL season. But I'm going to watch. I'll kind of tune in and watch all of them. I do want to see the Bengals and the Ravens. I do want to see what the Eagles can do against the Cards. I want to see the Cowboys and Rams. And on Monday night, while I'm here with you on the air, Monday night football. Wrapping things up, we have the Kansas City Chiefs and those Las Vegas Raiders. An AFC West matchup. Yeah, Las Vegas. They found out what a victory is. I don't know if they'll find out what another one is taking on the Chiefs. Who knows? These two teams get together and they typically light it up. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to continue to light things up right here on the airwaves. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'll take your calls on football. I know there are people who still want to talk to me about Draymond Green. And then Max Scherzer. I told you Max Scherzer was booed off of the field in New York City and Queens. We'll hear from Max Scherzer on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Reef Show on CBS Sports Radio. Grip the ball. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, thanks for having me on. I, I love your show. You're not the typical screaming head commentator. You're calm, cool, collected, and entertaining at the same time. It, it's a hard skill to match. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Wild card weekend in Major League Baseball. Week five of the NFL season's already underway. College football. Hockey. 
Shep, am I missing something? Probably, right? What am I missing? I don't think you're missing anything. Good. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Right before we went to break, wild card weekend in Major League Baseball. The, the last game of tonight took place, I always want to say Shea Stadium, but it's not. It's City Field. Shea Stadium does not exist anymore. The Padres rolled into City Field in a best of three series. You win two and you win. And they smacked the Mets at home, 7-1. to one. The New York Mets are paying Max Scherzer, future Hall of Famer, World Series champion with the Nationals. They're paying him $43 million. Last week in a pivotal game, he lost against the Braves. His next start tonight, he was shellacked. Seven runs in a little more than four innings. He gave up three home runs. He was booed off of the mound. And Max Scherzer, take a listen out of his own damn mouth. He said, this is one of the worst feelings. Of course, I'm disappointed, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the baseball can take you to the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, and this is one of the lowest of lows. Yo, yeah, it's low. It's real low. He's had success. Now he's getting smacked around. He said that there were no issues. There were no problems uh, physically. There was times in the season where he had to sit out games due to his side. He just sucked. They're going to have to go out there and just, my God. They're going to have to just throw DeGrom out there and hope for the best. Hey, Shep, he, it was more than three? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Oh, man. He's getting <laughs> I, I know. Hard to believe. This guy's yes, one of the greatest, greatest pitchers of his generation. He is. He, he, he's big time. I also saw that they, uh, well, I guess the DJ in Queens is, I don't, I don't know who the hell he is. I'm going to find out. You know, they had an in-house DJ when, when playing songs while the Mets were losing. The DJ got booed. He was playing what I guess you would consider hype songs. He was playing, all I do is win, 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 no matter what, the Mets are losing. They booed him. He deserved it. Like, get with it. Come on. A good DJ is supposed to, quote, unquote, read the room, especially when the room is a stadium with 40,000 people in it. All I do is win. Y'all are losing, you dummy. Why are you playing that record? New York Mets, man, what a disaster that's going to be. Hey, by the way, folks, if you don't get enough of me now, I will be on air tomorrow in New York City, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, WFAN New York City. You're not in New York? Probably not. You can listen on the free Odyssey app. And we'll be talking about the New York Mets. There are going to be people calling me up, complaining. They're going to be praying telling me how bad he is and the, the sky is falling for the Mets and they choked and they suck, and it's true. But if you want to hear a bunch of sad, angry people, listen tomorrow. I'll be happy. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Clinton, he's calling from Michigan. What's up, Clinton? Hey, JR. How are you, my man? I'm excellent. What's on your mind? 
Well, my first question is, what do you think is going to happen to the defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions if they end up getting beat by a third-string quarterback? And do you think we can get this defense corrected <laughs> enough to no. get to the players with the, with the way this offense is playing? The answer is no. When I hear the Detroit Lions, I automatically go, what's the score going to be? You know, is it going to be 50 or 40-something? Right. Unless unless Coach Campbell is going to go out there and, and bite kneecaps and kick ankles, it's the defense is, is terrible. Like, it's, it's nice to know that the Lions are at least competitive, but the fact that they cannot stop a human being on defense is it's not doing a damn thing, man. Oh, it's absolutely pathetic, and it drives me absolutely bonkers because I'm looking at this thing, and I'm going, if we had any type of a defense at all, we'd be 3-1 and one right now instead of 1-3, and three, and the whole narrative about the Lions would have been different. Well, and, uh, it seems like it's a little bit of a give and a take. Do you prefer the Lions to be completely smacked with no chance of winning a game, or do you prefer the Lions to be in a shootout where they actually have a chance but the defense sucks? Oh, I'd rather be in. I'd rather be in a tight game with a chance to win it. But it would be nice to know that that the defense could at least stop somebody. Jesus, the yeah. the holes that they give up is ridiculous. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, did you get a chance to watch my interview? Did Did I get a chance to do what? Go on YouTube and watch my interview that I told you about last week. No, I didn't. Hold on a second. I, I want you to remind me about that in two seconds. But let's okay. go back for a minute here. You know, I remember watching, uh, what is it, Real Real Training Camp? What do they call it on HBO? What is it called? Hard Knocks? It's Hard Knocks. Oh, Hard Knocks, yes, Hard Knocks. Yeah. I remember watching the Lions' Hard Knocks, and it was real interesting because Dan Campbell is, he's crazy, which is fun. <laughs> and right. the other cool and interesting thing is all of the coordinators that he's hired that are former NFL players. So right. to go out there and see Deuce Staley and uh, – what what's the what's the quarterback from the Jags? What was his name? Oh God! Um, 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 yeah, Brunel, Mark Brunel, and then Aaron Glenn. It it's right. su- it sucks to see that these guys have these jobs. And you mentioned Aaron Glenn. Yeah, he's he's gonna get the boot. And here's the thing: Dan Campbell is not gonna have a quote unquote forever leash, especially when you're doing something or hiring guys who don't necessarily have the same experience. It's a give and a take in the NFL. I want to see more players succeed instead of seeing the same damn offensive and defensive coordinators get chances and opportunities over and over and over again. And so I'm rooting for their success, uh, but, man, it's, it's, it's not looking good for them right now, especially on the defensive side of the ball, as you mentioned. And your, your interview, help me out here. What the hell am I looking for? I'm a Special Olympic athlete. I was yes. in a news interview with uh, Anne, Mar- uh, Anne Marie, I believe is her name, Whoa. Uh, a few years ago talking right. about the Special Olympics and the soccer team that I was playing on at the time. Right. And just recently, back in June, I was a, on the unified basketball team from Michigan down at the USA Games. We came in second in Division One behind right. Florida. Well, congratulations. Now, help me out here. What exactly do I need to Google? Look up Clinton Bookmiller. What, what is it? Clinton who? Bookmiller. B-O-O-K-M-I-L-L-E-R. 
M-I-L-L-E-R. Okay, Clinton Book Miller. All right. I got you. Okay, okay, yeah. From 2017? Yes. Okay. I'm going to watch it in the break, okay? Okay. All right, I'm going to do it right now, actually. Hey, Clinton, thank you so much for reminding me, all right? Oh, no problem, brother. I look forward to talking to you next week. No, no doubt about it. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Clinton. That's a hell of a reminder. He's like, did you did you see the interview? I'm like, I don't I don't remember. I'm going to watch it right now. I'm not going to forget. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, shout-outs to all my friends, everybody listening who participates in Special Olympics. We need more and more people just participating in unified sports. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're such a man of the people, though. You take more calls than any sports personality I've ever known. And to take words out of your mouth, pardon me, we appreciate you, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. My time here for tonight, it's coming to a close. Hey, Shep, hey, Hickey's coming up next, isn't he? You better believe he is. Yeah, Hickey's coming at the top of the hour. Before I got to shut up, let's get to your calls. We've talked some football. We've talked basketball. We've talked some baseball. Let's talk to you. Let's try to get on as many as possible. Typically, we're good at this. Let's listen to what caller goes on and on and on and on and on and is disrespectful to everybody else's time. Let's try Steve. He's calling from Pittsburgh. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Steve? Hey, JR. Thanks for having me on, man. Sure. But uh, I just got to say, I originally called in about Draymond and the Warriors. Don't care about that anymore. I just got to say, end of the show, going to throw this out there. Kenny Pickett is the most underrated quarterback prospect in the history of the league. I just want your thoughts on Kenny and the Steelers, and then I want I want your thoughts next week after you hear him play, after you see him play. Okay, Steve, thank you for calling from Pittsburgh. I don't I don't know what the hell you're you're judging that on. I think the answer is nothing. We got to see him play. I saw what he did last week. He threw a couple of interceptions, three of them, I believe, and then he rushed for two touchdowns. He provided them with a little bit of life. Let's see what he can do. I ain't hanging my hat on him. Rookie quarterback, what am I supposed to do? And what, if he has a great game, I'm supposed to, what, kiss his feet? What do I care? He might have an amazing career. He might stink. Let's see. 855-212-4CBS. Dan is here from Ohio. Go ahead, Dan.
Bus Hayes is calling from Idaho. Go ahead, Bus. Hey, hi, um, Jr. Um, good morning to you. <laughs> oh. Real quickly uh, yeah. uh, about that, uh, the fans leaving the the uh, the New York uh, Stadium. Yes, um, ESPN missed totally missed the uh, the backstory. Uh, the concessionaires uh, ran out of um, of um, hot dogs and beer. <laughs> hey, what? My question oh to my you God. is: Wait, wait, hold on, boss. That was one no. of the worst jokes ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Go on, please. Uh, here's my question: It's baseball season. Yeah. Um. Uh, for three years, uh, Sports Illustrated had all these articles about um, the evolution of r- Robo. Um, where the umpires uh, don't call the strikes. And the deal is, they said, also, umpires have so many other things to do. Okay. Now. Bus, hurry. Bus, you heard what I said, right? We want to get as many people on as possible. You're eating up a lot of time. I'm sorry. So, anyway, um, do you have any update about the uh, advent of bringing on the uh, robo umpires. No, I, I, I don't, Bus. And and here's the deal and situation. And thank you so much for calling from Idaho despite the terrible joke. No, I don't. I do know that there is an umpires union. Uh, they're not going to be quick to just give up their jobs, their paychecks and salaries. They're not going to get rid of these guys. And even when we do, quote unquote, have robo umps, someone is, quote unquote, going to have to oversee the technology. I got no problem with it. I really don't. If we didn't have umpires standing back there and we had a more consistent strike zone for every player, whether you were Altuve or Aaron Judge who steps uh, to the plate, that'd be awesome. I I don't see it happening anytime soon. Maybe in 20 years. Maybe you still have an umpire, but he's alerted as to whether or not it's a ball or a strike and he doesn't use his his own eyes. That's a possibility. I think that might be the, the start, and that, that will be a start to start phasing them out. Rick is calling from Toronto. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for taking my call again, uh, JR. Uh, first of all, on, uh, you know over the talk six thing you talk about Bill Russell? Henry Richard won 11 titles. You've got to recognize that. What did Secondly, you, I have um, no idea. Whoa, whoa. So I have no idea what you just said. You talk so fast. Henri Richard won 11 Stanley Cups. Okay. So and, what – well, thank you. What, okay, what does second, it have to do – what does it have – well, slow down, Rick. Okay. Hello? Oh, he hung up himself. I need, hey, Shep, I didn't even have to do anything. I was, that was the bizarre call of the week, and we, we've had a couple of them this week. That, <laughs> that took the cake. Henri Richard and Bill Russell, this was a top six like six months ago. <laughs> this greatest champion six months ago. Where are you, Rick? Get with the program. Wasn't that great that I didn't have to do anything? Yeah, it took him a while to hang up on himself, though, but yes. I told him to slow down. I heard I felt like I was talking to that guy from the 80s, that, uh, the guy that talked fast. What was it, FedEx? You know what I'm talking about, Shot? We'll, we'll go with that, yes. Okay, yeah. 
There's a guy, he did the, uh, anyway, he, he just, he spoke ridiculously fast. He was, he's an 80s icon. Tony's calling from Massachusetts. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. You're on CBS Sports Radio. All right, make it quick. Headliner. Draymond's the past, Pooh's the future. Sound like somebody got his feelings hurt and uh, Draymond lost it. And Chef, Brady and Giselle, that 11-day oasis, he's been wanting this man to quit and leave his job and his livelihood for a long time. And uh, Tom Brady was like, absolutely no. But here's the hit. They're going to be all right. Because Giselle's oh. going to find her a Pierre or another stud or a Dexter in Jamaica. And Tom's going to do the same thing. And <laughs> they'll be fine. Is, is that what I'm happens? To, people get divorced <laughs> and they just find somebody in Jamaica? Oh, Tony, he's on his way to Jamaica Tony, right now. Yeah, Tony knows something about that. It sounds like he has experience. I don't know. David is calling from Sacramento. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Look, man, love your show. couple things. One, Draymond deserves at least a 10-game suspension and a fine for uh, for Cole Cocking, uh Mr. Poole. Secondly, the Steelers going to win on Sunday. And third, you know, Brady's been playing for a long time. I think Giselle is more than within her right to be upset with him reneging on uh, saying he was going to retire. Yeah, I mean, well, she's been she's been saying for years he she wishes he was home. It wouldn't, and, and it's not going to happen. It would be crazy. It's not going to happen. I'll say it again. It'd be nuts if he said, "All right, I'm retiring tomorrow." Wouldn't that be crazy? Um, well, you know, that's why Bruce Arians went upstairs because he said, oh, I'm not going to have Tom Brady. I'm done. I don't want this headache anymore. He he knew that, that Tom was going to be back, and then all of a sudden, oops, Tom's back. And so they've just been rolling with it this year. But I don't I don't see him retiring this year. He's already he's, – the damage is already done. He's going to finish out the year. Okay. But, yeah, it's going to be Yeah, bad. well, th- you damn right. The damage has been done. Patrick is calling from D.C. Go ahead, Pat. Hey, hey, man. So so, so I'm in D.C., and, and you I know, see. of course, we have a disaster with, with our owner here and lots of things going on uh-huh. outside the football field. But I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on, you know, the NBA seems to have their thing together. You know, when they have owners that behave badly, they get it done. Or something happens. Mm-hmm. Yet is the NFL just that that much different in terms of like a you know an old boys white club? I mean, is that what's going on? Just the, just your thoughts. The the answer is is yes, and I think on the other hand of things, the the players in the NFL don't have the same type of power or influence that the players in the NBA do. I know that there's a lot of folks who look at that the wrong way. When you got guys like Kevin Durant trying to force their way out that's one instance and one element of just moving around and player movement player empowerment but the players have a different relationship when it comes to the actual league the league the nba is more supporting of the nba its players its causes etc than the nfl is the nfl is let's print the money let's move the players in let's move them out I do know with Daniel Snyder, there is a, a push in D.C. right now to, to, to really push him out the door. And, and not just from the fan base, 
but from people who sit up on the hill. They want to get him out. Uh, And I wouldn't be surprised if I'm being honest if it happens sooner than later. I know it's a hope. I know it's a desire. I hope to see it sooner than later. I think he is a disaster for a human being representing a professional sports franchise or representing any entity that's here for the public trust. I I think he's awful, and I would not be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if he is gone at some point over the next few years, but you are correct. No, the NFL is not the NBA, and that, that push to get him out, it's going to take a hard push, but I wouldn't be shocked if he's gone. Good luck to you, Pat, okay? All right, man. Thanks. Thank you, Patrick, for calling from D.C. Hey, Shep, man, thank you for an amazing night. Thank you for an amazing week. A pleasure, Jerry. Have a great, great show tomorrow. I know there's nothing to talk about in New York sports right now. Oh, man, where, where do I get started? The Mets, right? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. I got to talk about the Mets. I have to listen to Met fans uh, just be sad tomorrow. And, and, and complain and, and, and be, uh, you know, overly optimistic in some regards that uh, Scherzer and then uh, Game 3 starter will get the job done, that being DeGrom. Yeah, man. Well, tomorrow night the, they'll be back in action. I'm kind of sandwiched in between Mets. Yankees got to wait until Tuesday. It's interesting. You can catch me tomorrow in New York City, WFAN, 1 p.m. Eastern time. You can listen on the free Odyssey app if you're not in New York City. The JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's a wrap. I'm going to be back here with you nationally, talking to everyone all over North America on Monday. Okay? 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thank you to everyone who's locked in. And much love to my main man, Clinton Book Miller, out in Michigan. I saw your interview, man. Excellent stuff. Excellent work. The JR Sport Brief Show, it's done. Don't go anywhere, though. Ryan Hickey, he's damn good. He's coming up next. Thank you, Chef. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.